interesting things coming up on the From All Angles pod. How are they going to be paying for things with their fingers if they don't know they can pay for things with their fingers? Well, it's your fault, you, you daft idiot. You put that flight round to Australia, caused, caused climate change. <laughs> it's basically just to fuck the, the Saudis and all the people who own the oil and to just take money away from them to make their oil obsolete and redundant. <laughs> Global warming is a method to fuck the Saudis. So yeah. that they can't buy Newcastle, it's all linked. It's all, so they, they it's can't all buy linked. Newcastle. And, Save wow. our clubs. <laughs> Man, he's onto it. Oh, I believe him. Welcome and thank you for listening to the From All Angles podcast. This afternoon we'll be discussing various conspiracy theories. We have a panel of guests who will present a conspiracy theory each that they believe in. The rest of the panel will then ask questions, which are basically just going to ridicule what they've said. So without further ado, let me introduce myself. My name's Adam Hughes and the rest of the panel is as followed. So today we've got Adam Stanner joining us again. Adam Stanner, what's your theory that you'll be talking to us about today? Yeah, my theory today is a relatively unknown one. It is... Um... There's conspiracy theory that Gersh died in 2016 and he's been replaced by a government agent um, and basically... Not really. My, my conspiracy is on the climate change myth and uh, the, the control um, for, for power. Um, and how That's all linked, so obviously big detail, big news coming at you. I'm a bit disappointed it's not about Gersh, if I'm honest, but... Yeah, yeah there are links. I mean, I mean, for the... For the <laughs> So for all the listeners out there, then they not really care because I mean we barely care. Um, <laughs> but uh, I I again. wonderful. Good. What's yours about? So mine is that planet Earth is ruled by a reptilian humanoid elite. That's it. Ridiculous. Short and sweet. Simple as that. I can't wait for that. It's true. I mean, we'll get to that later, but it is true. Welcoming back Kingsley Wong to the channel as well. Hello, Hughes. Hi. So- Today I'm going to tell you guys about a relatively popular conspiracy theory, which is known as Pizzagate. I won't won't lead on anymore, but that's the theory I'm going to be telling you about that's, today. That's all you're giving us, Pizzagate. Pizzagate. That you sounds delicious. Yeah, mm. I mean, it has nothing to do with what you think about, but does link to the the recent hype of our boy Jeffrey. Free, yeah. I, was actually, I was actually going to do that one, so I'll try not to say too much on it. Oh, it's a great choice. Very well known in the conspiracy circles. Uh, the voice you can hear there is Gareth. Gareth, you're making your debut today. Hi, everybody. I know. Very privileged and honoured to get the call up. And uh, yeah, today I'm going to be talking about Nazi Germany's Antarctic superstructures and super bases. And it ties into a very well-known uh, conspiracy theme, but yeah, got a lot to look forward to. Looking forward to that. We're also welcoming back George McSherry. George, on your second pod today. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me back. So uh, mine's going to be on uh, the vaccine of coronavirus. Will it include a hidden microchip? Very good, very good. Yeah. And finally, another deputant 
for today's podcast is Alex Poulter. Hey there. Yeah, pleasure to be here. Um, Honoured to get the call off as well. Mine's actually on the same path as uh, Gareth. So I've gone for the myth that Hitler didn't actually kill himself. And uh, yeah, he managed to escape and get to somewhere. So I'm going to elaborate on that. We're going to have a lot of tie-in here, Alex. I can feel we're going to be able to bounce ideas off each other. It's great. Love great it. Love it. The two newbies teaming up. Hell yeah. Who wants to start? George, do you want to go with you? Yeah, that's fine, yeah. Okay, so my, my theory is that um, some of the big the big names in the world, so um, like Bill Gates, for example, he is involved in distributing the vaccine, but with a microchip in the into the general public. So there's a lot of talk on this and, and there's a lot of... Uh, nonsense. Nonsense. Wow. <laughs> Shocks. I had pipes in straight away. Can't keep his mouth shut. So uh, basically, we should, vac- we should um, put a microchip into everybody in order to control them, know where they are, help fight crime. Uh, we could be able to tell who's had the vaccine. Uh, we'll be able to tell their health stats, their heart rate, things like that, uh, their location, more importantly. Um, not of steps to get in a day. How many steps to get in a day? Yeah, so Apple can tell you to stand up and breathe. You know, shout out Apple Watch, Gish. Um, I got hundred quid. Thank you very much. Anything else you want to know about it? Any questions? I'm going to leave it there, really, because it's quite it's quite a big topic. How how you've got ten yeah, minutes well, to talk about a conspiracy theory? You said two sentences. Wow. <laughs> going to need a few more lines on that, George. <laughs> I, mean, I think, I think we need a bit more detail. No, George just got me hooked. But that that's yeah. that's all I need. We've Same. got plenty. Play to build on. I don't know if you're going to get, want to say a bit more, but first of all, what, like, how, it might be a daft question, how is the chip going to get into, are we just, it's well, literally going to be small enough to be injected in via, like, a needle? So in Sweden, they've already, um, they've already trialled this in, a couple of years ago. So they put a small microchip in between your, your thumb and your finger, and you'd be able to pay for things. You'd be able to access, like, buses, uh, get into your work areas with this chip. So it's like a swipe card, if you like, uh, and it's all personalized to you. So it's like contactless payment. You just use your palm. Uh, swipe cards get into a building. You just use your palm. Uh, and then a bit more advanced now, so they can monitor where you are. Um, so, yeah, they are absolutely tiny. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, so it's not like a, they're not giving us a vaccination and not telling us that this tracker is going in. We are going to get the vaccination, but part of it is that we need to take the tracker. Or no, is no, no yeah, it's a secret. So, um, so the conspiracy secret that only you know. Uh, well, I'm part of the group. Um, I'm part of the believers. <laughs> the <So>. Think tank. <laughs> <laughs> so no, the vaccine is obviously going to be um, sold, and then within that vaccine is going to be said chip, which we don't know about. Um, to, so Bill Gates is trying to control a lot of people with this uh, and manipulate them with this. Uh, he's invested forty-five billion dollars uh, into vaccines of COVID and Ebola. 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 Um, so yeah, it's going to be secret, really. That's why it's a conspiracy. I was about to say that too. Like, why is Bill Gates doing this? Why is he so invested? What technology what is, to get us all onto Windows Ten? So he can sell. He can sell <laughs> this, can't he? He can sell people's data. He can sell uh, the fact that he's got chips into everybody. Uh, and yeah. But you didn't say George, the no. one between the thumb and the finger. Yeah, that's fair enough. That I guess that will stay there. But if you get injected into your bloodstream, surely that's just does that at any point could come out if of your bloodstream if you cut yourself as I'm being a moron no no yeah, it, it, it comes no, up no, verbal no, no. diarrhea good so you'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> it 
And we're absolutely fine. And Star comes in with nothing constructive towards this. We'll have a nice conversation out of nowhere. You're coming at me for no reason. I reckon it's because you have absolutely nothing to add on this subject. Um, to elaborate on what Gurge so. is saying, yeah. um, if it's in your bloodstream yeah. and as it makes it, its way around to your body, mm. what if it, would it not just get like lodged into your heart, for example, as it comes yeah. around? Mm. Yeah, no, it's a good point. Um, and logically, you think yes, but we disagree as, uh, as believers. So, um, why? Fine, you can disagree, but why? So it's, it's so small. So it, it's, it's smaller than, but it's so small that it could pass through all of your arteries and your veins. So it won't get dislodged anywhere. Um, and then eventually it, it makes its way. He's <laughs> <laughs> laughing at his own point now. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> No, so basically, it's not a long-term thing. So basically, it makes its way into the bloodstream, and then if it does, if it does lose, then you can sort of. Bill Gates will sell you the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the upgrade. <laughs> Bill Gates will sell you the follow-up injection. Yeah. Why, why is why is firstly if it's like the mandatory thing, like that's the country siren. Everyone has to have this chip. Everyone has to be controlled. Mm-hmm. If it's mandatory, why are they selling it? Because surely, if you're selling it, then it's like it's not mandatory to buy. Like not everyone's going to want to buy it. So, where? Sure, it's only going to be some people that you buy it. To, you sell it to someone, don't you? So, like, you can sell it to um, for private health cares in America, like insurance companies or whatever. You'll, you'll sell it to the NHS, you'll sell it to somebody, but, wouldn't you? It's no longer so, so, a conspiracy theory if everyone knows about it. It's, yeah, but no one knows about it yet. How <laughs> I do. Can't like the majority of that shit just been done off like tracking your phone, though? Would that not be easier? Like, yeah, a, but you a don't lot, always, I, well, I don't know about you, but I don't always have my phone on me. That's true. I don't at all really much, but yeah. So you, do, you, do always have your, you do always have your blood on you. That's a good point. Always. George, you so, said, um, you, you said uh, it's all about selling data, but obviously yeah. a lot of the data that we have is already on our computers and on our phones and we just dis- discovered. What more can um, this chip tell us that we, the government or whoever doesn't already know about us? So if you wanted to find out if someone's committed a crime... And you know exactly where they are. So their mobile phone might pin a, ping a certain um, cell tower, but this chip will tell you exactly where they are, not uh, not a so region of location. So it's about crime location. fighting now. Well, that's one yeah. point. Yes, yeah, one so point. So why, it, yeah. why does Bill Gates want care about fighting crime? Because he can sell it. He can sell this chip. He can sell so this technology. Just Bill Gates but you said well. it's secret. So the, so who knows about it? Is it the government working in collaboration yeah. with Bill Gates? Yeah. Uh, well, at the moment, it's um, Bill Gates, and there's another Swedish guy. I forget, oh. his, I forget his name. But there's obviously multiple people. It's not just Big Bill doing this. Isn't it Larson? George, I think it's, it's quite interesting you're talking about this. Um, mm. And I think Gareth mentioned, yeah, you don't always have your phone on you. I think we might actually have a participant of this theory in our panel. Oh, yeah. As Gurge always mentioned, Stan always has his phone up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But it's not but always yeah. on, though. It's up his ass, but it's not always on. Yeah, well, the yeah, chip will never die. Yeah. yeah, true, true. So, point. yeah, a few positives from it. Like, if you do, some, some people, like I say, Sweden have already trialed it a few years ago. So you can, you can track where people are. You can start paying with things. Um, you can test. So, for example, if, if your elderly relative had it, and it can alert you to say, oh, they've had a fall or their heart rate is low or something like that. So it can automatically uh, inform you. So that's a positive. Is there anything so, sinister that, that could be done with this, George? Um, well, I guess some pri- privacy. People might not want to know where, uh, tell people where they are all the time. 
Is there any element though that it can like control the person? I was kind of I wasn't sure if you're going to yeah. go on to like it's some sort of like responder that can I don't know alter alter the person that's got in. Them. Or is that well, too much for them? So yeah, well I wasn't going to answer that, but there were there were talks that it could uh, potentially give you like little electric shocks. You know, like, dog dog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> dog toddies. Yeah, you you've seen them, but they just shock you. Um, and yeah. they've done something naughty, so yeah, it could it could start doing that. And uh, so if it's seen you breaking quarantine, yeah. to just fucking zap you. Just, yeah, if you're in B and M for two hours, what are you doing, mate? Like, get home. <laughs> Zap you all the way home. George, I'm really struggling to mm. um, understand the, why Bill Gates would want to get into it because it completely contradicts the all the investment that's gone into the uh, bird surveillance system that we have yeah. around the world. You know. All, all the carrier pigeons and all the seagulls that you know monitor the public already. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> what, 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 what you... you can't monitor them if they're in a if they're in a building, can you? you, you yeah, know Big Brother's in... already got such an overwatch of, of the uh, general public. How, yeah. how, why why would um, Bill want to invest forty five billion or whatever you said into yeah, this? I, that's exactly what I said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's a tough question. <laughs> You don't I, have to pretend to know anything you... because I know clearly you've come across as an expert on this matter with a, a lot of information, a lot of time. Not a ten-minute research, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to ask, like, something that I've you said a couple of things, and I think mm. they're a little bit conflicting because you Are said, they? "Oh, you can you can pay for it, you can pay for things, and you can send information to let people know if they're false, and people can get like help and stuff." But at yeah. the same time, you said it's secret, so these people are getting it uh, un- unknowingly. So yeah. surely, how are they going to be paying for things with their fingers if they don't know they can pay for things with their fingers? Yeah, so that that's a advancement on the technology on the chips that you pay for that you buy to have inserted. So like the ones that Bill Gates want, are secret ones, just to know the location of people, and then uh, you can get once it becomes <laughs> once. So once that's his motive. Then is to that's like... his motive. Track so, everyone um, in the world. So, so people get this unknowingly, and then when they find out, okay, well, I've got this chip. Well, I might as yeah. well get the upgrades. So I can pay for things. Is that? Uh, is um, that I'll just ask you a question. Dollar bills. Okay, ask me a question. Would you, would you have one? Would you have one inputted if you could like get into work with it and pay for things with it? And no, I'm quite happy using uh, an external card. External Absolutely card. not. Somebody would just start chopping off bits of your body so they could get in with your body parts. I reckon if it was in your mm, hands, yeah. hands chopped point. off, scanning in a stand or garage or anyone. Yeah. So does this does this technology already exist, George? Like yeah. being able to microchip, inject a microchip into bloodstream for anything? Uh, not into bloodstream, into skin. The one that exists at the moment. Okay. Yeah, in Sweden. Okay. But this one is: if you cut yourself, you could lose the microchip. Uh, unlikely. Tests have uh, happened, and it's. Uh, what? So they just been cut, cutting people up, have they? Is, is it NHS approved, George? Have they just been like just. Like how are they, how are they, how are they keeping this? it in the yeah how are they keeping it in the bloodstream? And also, do they do they medical professionals like do they are they aware that what they're doing is this? Because I know not all of them will have principles, but I imagine some would be a bit wary. Of- no, they're not aware. So you saw the vaccine; it's within the vaccine. So no, completely unaware. But how did you get such the an pharmaceutical answer? company's yeah. got to be in it? in with the thing for them to put it yeah. in the vaccine like bill gates can't go personally go around to the each vaccine and put it in a microchip can he yeah. surely if you distribute <laughs> like millions and millions of these chips like thousands or hundreds of thousands of people like would have to be involved and complicit in this conspiracy yeah well you yeah that's fine isn't it <laughs> I mean, that's fine. surely, surely if, if it's a secret the more people you have the harder it is to to keep 
Yeah, but the the more you pay them, then they, they'll keep quiet, isn't it, Stanard? So if you get a few people, you get a few people and it just becomes sort of a cult, isn't it? So if he paid you a million pounds to do it, would you do it? No, I wouldn't do it. But my Lie. point is, like, there's, if there's going to be a few hundred thousand people, there's going to be at least... Well, you know, you've put that figure out your ass, so who, who said a hundred thousand well, people? Well, no, because, like, if, you, if you're going to have to distribute this thing around the world, like, it's going to be thousands of people who would need to be complicit. So we've gone from a hundred thousand to thousands, right? Okay, still thousands. <laughs> like, hundreds of thousands is still thousands, is it not? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Can't okay, so, so <laughs> facts. That's, so that, 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 that's, that's one part of your argument destroyed. <laughs> so right, well, says it's going to have to be like the pharmaceutical companies are on it too. They're going to have to like manufacture it all with Bill Gates and his like I don't know people that you're saying want to. Yeah, well, I think I think you're worrying about the wrong thing here. I think you guys are focused on the distribution side of it, not the actual aspect of a chip going inside. But it's all it's all linked, though, isn't it? It's, it's all, all linked. Yeah, we we got to explore every single. So, well, personally, what, what do you think? What do you think about having a chip inside people who uh, you can monitor them? What, what's your thoughts? Would you, is it completely wrong, or is it got? Is there space for it? For them to do it unknowingly, of course. Yeah, no, knowingly, course I'll go is, into yeah. knowingly. Knowingly, they can have it, can't they? Yeah. yeah. You know what I, mean? I don't see the benefits over the net like oh, the, the cons outweigh the pros i feel like there's i don't want people i don't want the company in charge of that chip to know exactly what i'm doing mm. or you know am yeah. i lying am i what like you know yeah, what, what, what have you fall down the stairs what have you fall down the would stairs they, Who's gonna help? would they introduce this to like <laughs> say if you let a prisoner out would they introduce something like this to like set of attack known murderer they yeah. like put a chip in him so they knew where he was all the time. Yes, yeah, good point. And then they could take him out if he was up to anything not good. Exactly. You, you exactly. Every time they have to a murder, do a little zap, and they'll just stop yeah. yeah. Little no. Yeah. Oh, you don't do that. Stop it. Yeah, the, te- <laughs> the technology already in all of our houses. Like Alexa's always listening, and like she's just pinged up now. Me saying her name. Your phone always knows where you are. Your Google Maps always knows where you are. Your car knows where you are. So this is just mm. a little step up, isn't it? All right, really, George, you're saying a step now, up. George. Can we just take a step back? Because you're yeah, obviously yeah, talking please. about a vaccine with this chip in. Yeah. So that means like, to have a vaccine, we must have a problem that we need to, to cure, COVID-19. You're right. saying COVID-19 was, was manufactured on purpose just so we can have this, uh, this chip put into so it for the vaccine. It's still in early developments, but um, we've been talking about Bill Gates creating COVID-19 for this specific reason. So, Bill Gates is... Oh, so, so now, no, that's the conspiracy on top of conspiracy. You were saying... That COVID-19 was purposely manufactured because of another conspiracy of this chip. Very potent- it's potential, isn't it? One conspiracy, <laughs> please, George. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I feel that- like that's a bigger conspiracy than <laughs> yeah. some chip. So well, you're saying, oh, like, he's already killed hundreds of thousands of people. So, it's, yeah, it's, in order to get a vaccine, you, yeah, you need something to cure. So, so COVID-19 is a perfect weapon for that, isn't it? Create, create this in a lab, send it out to the world. You need a cure. There you go. Why not the flu vaccination or something? Yeah, well, that changes regularly, but now. But you, you can still put the the vaccine. People still I mean, get vaccines. COVID nineteen is going to change, isn't it? It is, mate. It is. <laughs> I mean, right. you, you, you have not answered so many things. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's right. Any any questions? Like, yep. <laughs> You'd make an unreal politician, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I think I think you'd be a little bit unfair. Uh, in what sense? I, know, I think it's very. I think it's very um, possible this could be happening. 
All right, Sana, do we want to come to you then? Yeah, let's, let's uh, have it. <laughs> Give me a moment. I'm still trying to like rattle my head around George's conspiracy because we just un- unraveled another conspiracy within this already ridiculous conspiracy. Do you want to ask Sorry, any questions? You have to have that? an answer for every every question we ask. Yeah, you of get a book out. Did you just get a book out? No, I got, I got some notes on mine. Yeah, you can't read. read. Can't read all right, but I've done my best. Honestly. He's going to hit his head like, against the pad to I drew, see if I drew, it goes in. I drew pictures good. Picture, so. Interpreted pictures. Just pulled out Adam's ass good. <laughs> He's a crow. I am smarter than a crow. Right. Off you go, Sam. Okay, so mine is on the, the climate change bit. And uh, basically, we're, we're led to believe that we're facing a climate change crisis. You know, we've got X number of years to save the, the planet. And, and as we know, that goalpost is always moving. It's 12 years, it's 50 years. 20 years ago, it was 20 years. So we would already be in trouble by now. But basically, my conspiracy is that it's a tool. This problem's been created so we can solve it by using a tool for a global government the likes of George Soros is doing it to um, help the oligarchs and the real leaders of the world basically create, get more power through a, a single single government throughout the whole world. So they created this problem and they're trying to solve it by, you know, creating what they, they want to... What the hell is an oligarch? So you like, said. Big dog. Big dog. Is big it? dog with big money. Roman Abramovich. Is, is an Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah, Big Bill. Well, Fucking Bill Gates. And and he's, a, he's a Russian oil oligarch. Big Bill all the bills. Steel, isn't he? That's the kind of thing that they are. Oh, point of fascination, Bill Gates' wife's involved as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now, that, now you've convinced me. Now I believe you. Fuck. So, Mrs. Anyway. Gates are a rat. Back to Stalab. <laughs> so they, they create this, this problem so they can implement a single uh, world government and the problem they they came up with was that we're currently facing a, a climate crisis uh, and if you look at the the evidence it's there's there's very little evidence to suggest that we're you know remotely as in human activity is remotely um you know, in, you know, causing this this issue we look back you know even like a, a few hundred years ago uh, before we had all these um you know these um manufacturing plants and coal powered uh, coal power stations and all this problems emitting co2 into the atmosphere we um we had literal markets on the thames because the thames was frozen over you know as early as the late 1700s people ice skated on the thames uh, and this is during like the 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 big freeze period where the temperatures were, were really low and since then temperatures actually been increasing each year and we're still in that period of increasing um heat and it's all to do with uh, sunspots. So the more sunspots there is, the more solar activity, the hotter the Earth gets. And we've been in that period for, you know, a good couple of hundred years now. And you hear on the TV, oh, this is a warmer summer, warmest April since April began. Literally just, we just heard that this month. And it's actually, well, we've been only recording these official temperatures since um, this period of, um, of accelerating heat. And uh, this, this accelerating heat has been happening before, before, um, this, this, this period of accelerating heat has been happening before um, like the records actually started. So there's actually very little evidence to suggest that it's caused by uh, man-made carbon emissions. Uh, and another point is that we can go back just a thousand years ago uh, during the medieval um, hot period where the temperatures were far greater than they are now. So um, you look at you know Romans coming over to the UK, it's very similar to the temperature here back a thousand years ago it's very similar to, to italy is now you know warm summers uh it's 30 degrees was like very uh, a very average day uh, 
so we're not even. How do you know that if there's no records for it? No, there are, there are there are records. People were able to record um, temperatures, but they're not like um, official records, you know, since um, which have been backed by um, like the government in terms of. So um, just, how did the Romans scribble down by a monk that he's sweating or something? So well, like, people, people have been able to record like they had like thermometers um, that were able to record temperature. Uh, and which we were able to, to trace back. So we knew that it was right. like, it was, it was documented that it was a lot hotter than it is now. And um, that would suggest that, well, actually, perhaps we're not in control as much as we uh, were perhaps uh, suggested. <clears throat> so we've had the, the big ice age, and we forget that the, the Earth is so old and the, the temperature has always been changing. We've had an ice age, we've come out of an ice age, we've had sea levels so low that England and France were connected. We had Neanderthals in the UK. Um, before you know, you're still alive. Uh, still do, still do. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's done but, your best, so, so yeah, I mean, an, another another thing is that we're, we're always led to believe that we're in a like a crisis. The, this, we're causing it, and there's a crisis. And and I think you ask the general public, you know, how how do you think the the population of polar bears have been you know, since you know the past fifty years? People say, oh, they, you know, they're diminishing. There, it's it's worse than ever. We see it on the on the news. There, the homes are being destroyed. They're eating each other because it's that little food. No, wrong. Let me tell you why. The population <laughs> of polar bears are the highest they've ever been since we've recorded. There are currently about sixty thousand uh, polar bears in the North Pole right now. And when we started recording, there was there was only about twelve thousand. So the reason why we can film a polar bear starving is because there's that little food for them to eat because there's just not enough food for them to to for, to warrant that many polar bears. So it's very easy for the for like you know environmentalists or people who want to promote this conspiracy that we're you know destroying their homes um, to look at a starving polar bear and say, well, it's your fault you. You daft idiot! You put that flight round to Australia, caused caused climate change. Why did you go uh, for Will Edgar from in between us there? Like you, you, you daft idiot! I, I wanted to say the C bomb, but I wasn't. I wasn't, wasn't that's sure if that was allowed. Fury, like you big stiff idiot. <laughs> you big stiff idiot. <laughs> big stiff idiot. <laughs> You're gonna need ten plumbers to sort you out with. Uh, but, but it's just a very easy way to create a sense of fear and dread. And even now, when we're seeing like these, um, you know, slightly windier than normal. Before we 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 never like name we named hurricanes we named like tropical storms we never named uh, like windy events. No, we've had Storm Dennis recently this year. We never used to do that, and that is to whip up like mass hysteria that we're currently create. You know, we're causing this problem. It's getting worse, and it's it's really not. There's no evidence to to support that the temperatures are getting worse. Um, and uh, all the models that we, we're currently using that forecast where we're going to be in 20 years time, they've always been wrong. We've been doing, we've been using these models since 1976. So the UN used the same models. One model is um, the Climate Change Explorer. And you look then at 1976 and the projections then, it was way above what the actual situation was. So every time we've, we've looked back and say, okay, what did we predict? What, what was it? The, the predictions were way above what actually came out. So the predictions that we're making now are very likely to be wrong. So um, yeah, models are always off, though, Adam. That's yeah, a known so fact. Exactly. So the actual figures recorded are higher. No, the the, the, the actual record, like the records, are a lot lower than what Sad. the predictions were. Hold on, let, let me let me just finish one second. Fucking hell! But we're, he hasn't spoken enough. Yeah, he hasn't spoken enough. There's so many points. Like we haven't okay, answered, okay. asked any okay, questions. Let me, let me just finish. 
one this one point. God, you got okay. absolutely rinsed instantly. <laughs> yeah. I, I offered it out to the group. Like I didn't just talk for twenty minutes. No, but okay. Let, let me just point. <laughs> okay. Is, if you talk so, long enough, you can't ask any questions. Yeah. <laughs> I zoned okay. out. I can't remember okay. what he said. Okay, so what basically what I'm saying is these models like we're what we're using now. And the, the problems that they get, they're basically saying we're going to run into in the near future. We're making decisions and policies off these now. And the, these are causing very real um, problems right now. So they're going to government policies and we're making huge investments in other things uh, because, of, because of these models, which have always been wrong. So why are we doing Modeling's that? Modeling is always conservative, though, Stan. They always uh, model conservatively. You don't want to want to underread. They always overestimate everything. No, Stan, to, the point, to the point where it's it's not even accurate to to make yeah, any Stan, kind of decision. Don't make pointless. Strategies around the models that we create today. What are we going to base our strategy on? Previous it, it, models, like fifty years ago, hundred years ago, no, what, what, no strategy. Is, what I'm saying is, why are we making strategies based on a model which is completely wrong? Why would, why would, would we do that? It's not completely wrong, though, because you predict no. the, up, the increase in temperatures. And you've got, like Gurdjieff was hanging about to say, like, you'd rather go worst-case scenario yeah. than like, going a really like, downplaying it when it's likely it, it might not be as bad as the model, but it's getting pretty shit, I guess. The, these, these, uh, a lot of these models predicted that the core temperature, or the surface temperature of the Earth, would be um, five degrees higher because of our globe CO2 emissions. What actually has happened in the past 100 years is point zero nine so nearly one whole degree higher so these these are five you know well and above five times you know um couldn't have predicted all the kind of like changes we've made to try and reduce it because there has been lots of policies introduced to reduce this is in a hundred years since we've been having um you know co2 emissions from uh, the use of fossil fuels so are you saying so for you... example the coral reefs all dying and probably over the next few years will be wiped out completely it's just uh, a, a government hoax a conspiracy so um what what i'm saying is is global warming and like the climate climate change is um is is one thing but the coral reefs is is a very much different thing i'm not saying that their climate that isn't changing I'm, I'm saying i'm not what i'm saying is it's not man-made Okay. It's not well, man-made. Okay. It's not man-made. So but the government's very much, like using the, the corals, it to create coral, a, like the corals were always there. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. The, we we look at the 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 seabed between um, England and and France, English Channel, and all the life that is down there. We go back, you know, a couple hundred thousand years ago. That wasn't there. Like they, the sea levels were so low that. Um, that it, literally there was there was no sea between England and France. So, and we obviously at that time humans were not like contributing. Why to has the change. sea level risen, Adam? Why has the sea level risen? Yes. Well, because um, a lot of uh, scientists believe that is to do with sunspots and um, many other variables that what, can. What the fuck is a sunspot? So yeah, it's, like it's a, it's a so, solar course. solar flare like activity. So the, the the sun goes through many cycles when it converts um, hydrogen into helium. Stan, um, you haven't answered mm. the question. What cause causes or is causing the rising sea level? Uh, other than Bill Gates. More other than Bill Gates, what what natural phenomenon is happening right now in the world? More people in the ice caps. The so sea level. The the temperature of the Earth has increased, and that causes. That causes Melting the sea the ice to rise. Cream. What I'm saying is, it's not necessarily. Well, what I'm saying is, it definitely isn't caused by only man. 
So what do you attribute uh, rising CO2 levels to? Okay, so firstly, CO2 levels, they make up 0.002% of the atmosphere. Nine, like 98, a lot of the atmosphere that we, that traps the, actually traps sunlight and causes uh, the Earth's temperature to rise is, um, is water vapor and moisture. So the, the rise in CO2 levels is so insignificant compared to the whole picture that, you know, even if, um, even if uh, it increases like double the amount it is now, it still makes up just a small part of the overall atmosphere and makes a very little difference to trapping heat when most of the heat is trapped by water, mo- water moisture. I thought the whole thing about CO2 is that it breaks down the ozone, which is what protects us from No, that's, that's, no, that's, that's, that's CO, CO, COCs, no, like, like carbon-free oxides. Oh, yeah, so carbon-fluorocarbons, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, CO2 is the, uh, uh, the correlation between rising temperature, basically. Well, not according to Adam. Um, okay, so, so Kingsley, so you talk about correlation. Right. Correlation is not always cause, like, doesn't always cause the problem. There's, there's actually a lot of things which are correlated. Um, like Nicholas, the years Nicholas Cage movies came out and the years that high, like a lot of celebrities that have died and poor celebrities that have died. Yeah, but those two that, things that doesn't mean that's related, related, does it? Nicholas Cage, just right to get that in there. <laughs> just because someone's correlated by physics. Mean, and um, what I'm saying is just because it's cor- because something is correlated doesn't mean it's caused. It doesn't mean they're yeah. They're but when related. there is a a mechanism proven by science that heat gets trapped within, say the, the molecules. How Nicolas Cage and death dying celebrities, of course, is not going to be a, a a correct correlation. But w- Adam, when Aaron Ramsey is, put the scoring goals, yeah, that's it. yeah. So yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah. of them. So, so. Adam, sounds like you're saying a lot of long words, but stupid shit. I'm doing my best uh, here, Gareth, if I'm honest. So, um, <laughs> so what was I going to say? Oh, he's throwing him off. <laughs> so, so, okay. okay what's, so what's, what's your what's point the, about correlation then? Because, my, as, my as you know, to you, that you, you, you is, can very much look at, at one thing and look at something else and find a correlation. And that doesn't mean they're, they're, like, they're actually related in the fact that one causes the other. And there's so many many variables. There's literally thousands of variables that can influence. Like like the the currents, ocean currents, and like um, the the magnetism of the Earth, that can cause um, climate change. So many different variables. So So if you look at isolate two things and say they're correlated, that doesn't mean they're related. Okay, Adam, answer me. Why has CO2 parts per million increased over the last century? CO two has increased over the last century. A lot of because, uh, a lot of the reasons because of um, use of fossil fuels. That doesn't necessarily mean that that caused increase in uh, climate in climate change. That's like saying, okay, what is the uh, the national debt of the UK? That's increased over the last twenty years. Oh, CO two has increased over the last twenty years. That's related. Yeah, but Stan, your your point no, is that that's related. That's related. Well, it's it's not man-made yeah, yeah. activity, right? So your original point was that man-made activity hasn't caused course, this whole climate yeah. climate change mm-hmm. thing but mm-hmm. we've just proven what what you're saying now okay man-made uh, activities okay. burning fossil fuel has it increased increased co2 that doesn't mean that co2 the trapping co2 has increased the whole the whole um uh, climate change has been caused by that one activity the standard why uh, but so like all the initiatives to reduce your carbon footprint, are they completely pointless or will that help it with, with global warming? 
So that is basically um, to get um, yeah, us to become more carbon neutral, to use more renewable energy resources. It's basically just to fuck the, the Saudis and all the people who own the oil and to just take money away from them to make their oil obsolete and redundant. <laughs> Global warming is a method to fuck the Saudis. So yeah. they can't buy Newcastle, it's all linked. It's all, so they, they it's can't all buy linked. Newcastle. And, Save wow. our clubs. <laughs> Man, he's onto it. Oh, I believe in that. And, and Griffith. Thunberg is like she's like number one in on all this. She's like numero uno. She's like chairing all this. But your conspiracy is that the government are trying to create a mass government. Yeah, because of this. For sure. He, he, who do you think? So what's their uh, initiative? Like, why are they doing that? What's their uh, incentive? They're, they're doing that to make a one-world government, so we're a lot easier to control. So maybe it re- links to um, George's like microchip. Maybe they want to implement that. It's a lot easier to get mass vaccination if you've got one government who's implementing all the rules all the policies um so I'm who, sure who, who the government that composed that yeah. who are the elites of the world that is trying well, to it's probably a shadow government that none of us know the names of because they're they're so like in depth in in terms of they've got fingers and everywhere. In, the, in, they, in, you know, in the underground we all know punch and judy right you know the the <laughs> the puppets but we don't know who the puppeteers are that's that's who that's i'm talking so about so deep that yeah. was a profound oh, analogy. That that's such a boring man. That's too much yeah. for four o'clock on a Saturday. No, stop, please stop, stop. You've you've been, you've melted my brain. Stop, please. Who the fuck were the puppeteers? Yeah, who, who puppeteers? We, we know the, the listeners are going to be on another planet. Jesus. We know the purpose. We know Boris Johnson. We know Donald Trump. Who might I'm be the Punch and Judy? Yeah, punch and Judy. Oh, the why were they like? <laughs> when we were kids, we'd watch that shit, and they were just like. Some guy beating Punch up his wife with a... Judy. He literally used to batter and that used to be all right. He yeah, used to like, laugh and clap and mess around. Wow, wow, so That's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting to find out the backstory of like where the puppeteers are now and like, what they went on to after. I wonder what they're doing. I feel like we've digressed from Stan's crazy conspiracy theory. This is Stan's plan the whole time. Please say someone's conspiracy is Punch and Judy. Focus on like, bad theory. Kingsley, if, if we're like the number one reason for causing climate change, then why was it hotter a thousand years ago than it is now? There's natural climate cycles. Oh, so there is a natural climate cycle. So yeah, it's not it, necessarily just... Um, yeah, it's my always, no, but you, we're not you, helping you, it by... The two things aren't mutually so exclusive. Yeah. So, they're not mutually yeah, exclusive. They if, both if, can. If you think of all the like, things that we've done to, that you say that causes climate change, then why hasn't like, it gone like, way hotter from what we've done than what the natural cycle did a thousand years ago because it's like everybody was i think it was guys or kings it is it's not mutually exclusive like it's cyclical in terms of the temperatures increasing but human contributions definitely increased mm. to drive it up no yeah exactly. the thing is like there's not enough evidence to support we're saying there's not enough evidence to support that because like if the earth can do that naturally and we're not at the highest point that the earth has naturally been, then how can we um, say that it's directly just because of, of human For example, activities? okay. So we can have a contributing factor uh, to it. Yeah. But in t- like, think about it, and like, this, like, the scale of it being cyclical is like tens of thousands of years, which we're never going to see. But how come we have seen changes even in like our parents' lifetimes that we can actually have like anecdotal, anecdotal uh, like, evidence of? increased temperatures like in terms of uh, it being cyclical that's like not even a, a, a blink of a second yet we can see difference because of human impact well we've had we've like, had the same when the the, the temps are freezing over 
and uh, you could literally have market stalls on there and trade trade goods and then that suddenly started to to stop within a within a generation so if that can happen that uh, back then like and we're saying we're having anecdotal evidence now and oh we used to have snowier winters back when you know i was a wee lad then uh <laughs> racist back then like in the last 60 years or 70 years the uk has been able to grow grapes for for wine mm-hmm. which you had never been able to do in the past couple incorrect, of centuries easily. incorrect the romans grew uh, grapes for wine do the romans live in the uk well they did when they invaded it did they grow it <laughs> yes they did they did have a look how look do you up. know that stuff <laughs> the fact look it up you don't have to find that i'm gonna fucking google it right See? now google it right now and then that is actually the whole little wall is gonna like fall apart they found vineyards in the south of England, I think. Romans didn't do that in Scotland, though, did they, Gareth? They couldn't quite manage. Nah, couldn't go Roman. fuck up, yeah. There was nothing worse than invading. They, yeah, they, couldn't, they couldn't even get past the, um, the border. They're that scared of the Scots. Hey, yeah, Hadrian's Wall. Was, yeah, right, well. There was actually nothing worse than civilising up there. Right, thanks, Stanard, for that one. Uh, yeah, Ga- Gareth, no, let's move on to you, then. All right. Cheers for that, Adam. Uh, mine is actually, so everybody's heard of, well, I actually think it might be touched on, um, it does tie into uh, Hitler not dying in his bunker, which is obviously something that was been discussed in detail, but mine kind of ties into that in a certain way, but it's also to do with Antarctic superstructures that the Nazis uh, created. So I don't even know if it's as far to say it's a conspiracy theory. I think it's actually just history, but I'll just give a wee lesson here to start away. So, basically, in 1938-39, just before Germany went to war, they were wanting to become a more self-sufficient country. So, Gordon had a four-year economic plan, and part of that was they needed, Germany needed a better access to whale oil, which was a major thing and uh, forming margarine, which was a big part of the diet, and it was just a useful resource. When they were currently paying Britain large taxes to whale in the North Atlantic, they basically wanted to find their own source of uh, whale oil. So Captain Alfred, my pronunciation isn't great, but it probably is completely perfect, uh, Reitscher, uh, was basically on the staff of a mission that Hitler sent out to Antarctica. Uh, so this was kind of civilian arm of the German Navy and 1938 to 1939 it was called the Schwab- Schwabenland uh, expedition and they went into Antarctica uh, like I said trying to make an outpost there so that they could have a yeah just a constant supply to whale oil but when they were there they actually they went down in a, a ship and then they had uh, aircraft on it as well and they were able to explore the interior uh, that hadn't been explored previously. So this was called New Schwabenland. Uh, there's a Norwegian name for it as well. But they basically discovered a new 3,000-kilometer-long mountain range that uh, there was a lot of caverns and stuff like that underneath. So they went over there they, with the intent to just do a whaling mission, as you do. But they actually found this hidden... I, don't, I dare even say it. This hidden metropolis that they could actually... They could turn into something. And yeah, so the, the area is known as Dronenmod uh, nowadays, but the Germans are referred to it saying that 
there's Admiral Donitz said it was a Shangri-La on land and it was an invulnerable fortress, a paradise like Oasis in Eternal Ice, uh, which is a, a direct quote, but uh, beautiful, beautiful words. And uh, yeah, so they basically went into the interior and starting off as a modest whaling uh, expedition, they actually set up a, a super base. I don't like to use it, it's quite a cliche term, but it was a super base. Uh, you, said, you, you said it was a, a fortress, but a fortress from what? Because I'm, I'm assuming there's nothing within hundreds, hundreds of miles, thousands of miles. Anyway, so what? what? I don't, I don't know. Like, that's a, I don't even say. I'm not even a human. Say that's a valid point. They were, they were. This was just prior to them going into a world war. So the fortresses were key. So Hitler was actually interested in them getting whale oil, but then. His eagle's nest fortress, and uh, I think it was Austria. But he wanted he wanted another another uh, base that he could have. So this was in Dronningmud and New Schwabenland. Uh, it was very enjoyable to say. So, so we're talking like an underwater Nazi Death Star, pretty much. Not underwater, but it was basically a cavernous mountain range with uh, oh. natural caves that they and the Germans had proved themselves in mainland Europe had been expert uh, engineers who could actually construct super bases out of. Nothing basically. So yeah. So basically, they went in. They constructed their space as the war was going on. As the war went on, it didn't lessen in importance, but they were, they were obviously fighting in Europe. And then, thankfully, they were defeated. But they had built this Shangri-La. But what and, did they do with it? Because obviously, it's all the way out in the middle of nowhere. Well, it was a place that. It was a place that the U-boats could refuel. They could attack convoys. In Antarctica, they would go all the way to Antarctica to refuel. Could attack. No, no. Only that the trip entirely redundant if they had to, you know, get, get fuel to go all the way back to Adam. To it was lone wolf few boats that could go out and hunt in the shipping lanes, but it was also they were building. A lot of the Nazis were starting to think that they needed to kind of get out of jail when it started to go south. There was actually more interest in supporting this, so they basically built this fort. But this is so that's all factual. That is completely factual, and I won't hear it otherwise. But, uh, but so then. The interesting point for me is that this has been documented so that at the tail end of the war, uh, two German U-boats turned up in Argentina uh, two months after the war had ended. And you can, yeah, I've carried out a literature review, verified that. And uh, uh, the, the, one of the shipmates said that they had stopped via this uh, Schwabenland uh, superbase. And uh, I believe personally that that is where they dropped off uh, Adolf Hitler, that he escaped his uh, his bunker, was dropped off there, and this is the very interesting fact: the U.S. released documents. They had an Operation High Jump in 1946 uh, into 1947, where they basically tried to attack this German super base where uh, Adolf Hitler was believed to be hiding, but they were repulsed by um, the Germans. Some would say it was alien technology. I don't believe that, but it was secret weaponry. And the British SES, they also had a camp uh, nearby. They were repulsed. Who it was wasn't until alien technology, by the way. Who would say that? You think so? Well, that's what I'm saying. People, conspiracy theory. That's why I, I don't even want to say this as a conspiracy theory because it's actually all must, quite historical. All conspiracy would come, come from somewhere. It's all historical, surely. this is. Yeah, yeah this is actually... Gone from, like, it just got gone from, like, this is factual, um, and you won't yeah. hear otherwise. Well, no, no, no. Well, some basically, you know that like Nazi mythology, in terms of a lot of conspiracy theories, jump on the bandwagon of it. They were saying it was alien technology, and that's why the the Germans 
actually repulsed this attack. And the Americans, if you look at the documents, 1946-1947, Operation High Jump was repulsed. They left the area very swiftly. Britain was also repulsed. And then, coincidentally, in 1958, nuclear testing happened. Three atomic bombs were dropped on the, uh, the Schwabenland area, which was where the base. And that was the only way that they could overcome this kind of last outpost of uh, Nazi Germany. And after this was nuked, no explorer has been allowed to uh, enter the site. That was, there was three atomic bombs in 1958, like I said. And these uh, invulnerable fortresses are believed to actually to touch on the kind of one world order sites believe that this is they've moved into there potentially because no explorer has been allowed to go and survey the sites that were bombed. Do you think, do you think the radiation might be holding them back or? <laughs> Kingsley, that's a very valid point, but that's just what, uh, I don't really have an answer to that, but they were saying that the, fun, the base was there until 1958. There was an outpost in Nazi Germany, and that is believed where Adolf Hitler actually his final resting place was. These superstructures then have been taken over and are now used, kind of, but I don't want to go into that too much. I don't want to use the term Illuminati, but uh, there is belief that there's an outpost there. So that's basically my theory, conspiracy theory. Why, why Antarctica? Because it's such a hard area to reach. It's inhospitable. They, they weren't certain they were going to win the war. Obviously, a lot of the higher-up higher people in the, the hierarchy were convinced they were going to win the war, but a lot of people were saying, well, fuck, we've committed so hard to this. It's, it's going against us. We need a place that we can go to and be safe. Everyone always cites Argentina, which was apparently a hideout spot for a lot of them. But Schwabenland is the perfect place to hide. You're, like how, I said, it was a Shangri-La on land, Adam. It was how, an infernal fortress. How they get all the stuff yeah, there? Yeah, how, how, are you, how are you going to live long enough you know, for like well, because, years and years on Antarctica? Because, it, like I said, it was a ship on and. The cavernous uh, mountains that they were hiding in had natural lakes and waters. The temperature was a lot different. There's, you can even look at it. There's but actually food. But they could grow their own. In Antarctica? Because yeah, in, like they're, in a ca- they're in a cavernous. It's like a microclimate. They're, they're actually hiding within a... Ca- but like where you, would they get the sunlight? But they wouldn't get the sun, yeah. That's what yeah. Nat- uh, what you, not natural. Man-made light. Did you, so they had access to fuel. Yeah, well, generators. Generators fueled, and they were able to get fuel. Think of all the expeditions. They're they drilling out their own oil or something. What, what are they doing? Why well, I don't even think about that. But they would have probably naturally progressed to drilling their own oil, Kingsley. Uh, but <laughs> they were actually getting it shipped in. Uh, the records show that they were getting it shipped in. But you probably would have drilled for what their records? own oil. What are these you keep records? Saying records you documents. Like, I can genuinely, I can genuinely send over a literature review after this. There's uh, the first uh, its source is 1947. I think his name is Charles Shabo, uh, CZ. I can't pronounce that. Uh, and he was actually one of the ship shipmates that was on the U-boat that turned up in Argentina, and he actually told them that they had dropped off Adolf at Schwabenland. And uh, so he's a original source. And then we have a 1979 article by Friedrich. He uh, studied it when there was a, a lot of records released that the Germans, uh, it was confirmed by US and uh, British sources that there was a German camp in Schwabenland, which they both tried to attack and were repulsed. And their only option was uh, atomic bomb. Did the alien technology not repel the atomic, atomic bomb then? Well, that's what I said. I just mentioned that in there because I just think that's, that's maybe stretching it a little, but I do believe that they were repulsed by... Because the Germans were far, far ahead of us in a lot of senses. They, they took a lot of them on board to help uh, build the nuclear, the actual initial atom bomb in the Manhattan Project. They had jet-propelled uh, fighter jets. 
So I, I genuinely don't think it's too far-fetched at all. So, but this doesn't exist anymore then, is what you're saying. It's been blown up. So no, no, no that's what no, I'm There's no Nazi bases there now. No, it was, it was nuked in 1958. And the theory that, again, like you, could, you could spend hours discussing this. It was then uh, moved into by the kind of New World Order, uh, Illuminati, dare I say it. Um, but, so they're living so in a site that's now... been bombed. By yeah. atomic weapons, they moved. Then they moved. Then potentially dead. Because they put their suitcases and they moved in. Why would anyone want to live there? If you if you're part of the Illuminati, you got all these millions and billions of pounds. You're right. Right. I'm moving to Antarctica. You want to be out of the public eye, though, Adam. You don't want to be. Like, you don't want what, to just be sitting in like, Remington Spa, running the fucking world. <laughs> what like if if you had all this money and all this wealth? You want to be enjoying yourself. Why would you be like put yourself in one of the most like? Do you think the world order and the Illuminati are doing it to enjoy themselves? They're doing it to rule the world. And actually, I just take off a topic that I wanted to touch into. I kind of did again. I hate saying this, but the reptilian elite. Do you think they care about enjoying themselves? Absolutely not, Adam. I, I wouldn't know yes, what Gareth. reptilian yeah. like, want or desire. To be honest, but it sounds yeah. like you do. So maybe oh, well, Gurge knows about it. Maybe so, uh, yeah. back to Gurge. <laughs> Has there been any documentation of people trying to go and explore these areas? Have they been like, yes. is there a map or anything where they're at? Or, yeah, or? Uh, so I can actually genuinely could send over after this call. There are uh, grid references for the, the site of New Schwaben land, but is anyone that has tried to go there is now turned away. The Norwegian expeditions have been turned away. And any satellite photos who? of the uh, location? Oh. I didn't even want to. Have you seen the satellite imagery that's been uh, released of the area? It actually no. opens up a whole new web. There's a there's pyramid evidence within Antarctica. I know it sounds laughable, but the satellite imagery has proven the sites of the 1958 atomic bombs, which is where the super bases were. And there is also what some people believe to be pyramids out there as well. But I don't I don't go in for that myself. But yes, Ice I can. Pyramids. Nice. Yeah. I just find it very unbelievable that they think this super, super secret base won't be spotted by every other person around the world mm. if they keep having ships coming in and out, in and out, in and out. Given but we're talking, about, we were talking about the ships going in and out in like the 40s, 50s. Nowadays, it would be a lot more kind of low profile. You'd be able to do things with... Uh, Kingsley, the Illuminati now, they've got like secret hidden that is really, yeah, could you, is Think Illuminati. about Illuminati. Like, Kingsley, think they about like, the satellites, Kingsley. Yeah, they are the fucking satellites. Jeez. They <laughs> oh, could be oh. taking submarines to get out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're listening to this right now. We're all fucked. But uh, yeah, opened the lid on this. But yeah, that's in him. Yeah, that's basically is there a any, fact. Is there any desire, Gareth, for. Nazis, or, or you said already that um, you believe that Illuminati are, uh, are still uh, uh, occupying it currently. Yeah, like I said, it was a three thousand kilometer long mountain range. The, there was atomic bombs dropped on uh, three atomic drones in '58. I don't know. If, I don't have any schematics or anything, but that mountain range could have been God knows how much they could excavate for that. It, yeah, I, I think a three thousand kilometer long mountain range. Caver- natural caverns, it's an absolute, it's an engineer's dream, really, to be able to go in there and construct some sort of base. How did they get all the construction stuff there? 
Well, they initially got stuff, uh, U-boats, shipping lanes originally, and then before as they turned up... in the public eye or whatever, before there was like an eye turned on the Nazi regime or whatever. Sorry, what was that, Jin? Was it like uh, built, obviously, before the wartime and everything? Well, that's what I said. The initial, the initial mission was in uh, 1938, uh, pre-war. Oh, right. So they'd already actually got a bit, of a, a bit of a march, and then throughout the war, obviously, who knows what was going on. And that was a prime time there was shipping lanes where there was chaotic. So that was when they, they made a lot of progression. But then as technology advanced, the Germans did, it's been proven, have factories inside mountains in mainland Europe. So once you've got a factory there, you can start producing your own goods and you're only having to worry about getting oil transported there, for example. So They created mm. a Nazi superbase within the space of like a year yeah. or two in a fucking 3,000 kilometer mountain range. Well, they did... In, in minus 50 degree uh, temperature. But like I said, within the cavern, there was a natural micro, microclimate and they didn't, mm. they, they didn't explore the whole 3,000 kilometre long mountain range. They just got one bit, but that's why I was touching on what Adam was saying, that the Illuminati or the New World Order could have easily moved into other sections of it. Just because it's been nuked at one part, it's not going to be a 3,000... Is the Illuminati not worried about climate change potentially um, melting away their <laughs> caverns? Well, just as well we know that climate change isn't a thing, it's a myth. No. So otherwise it'd, there'd be an I'm issue. It's but, not man-made. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, they're, they're, not, they're not concerned about that because ultimately they control the satellites and who is ever actually even going to go there, even if it does start melting. Still very inhospitable. Interesting. Right. Interesting. Okay, right. well. Any further questions for Gareth on that? I think no. I think you sold it to us. Yeah, I think that's pretty believable. To be fair, it's convenient that we can't go there to yeah, the alien it. Nazi uh, weaponry and is it, keeping us from there. Uh, exactly, and the thing is, any imagery that you look at will be controlled by potentially the New World Order. So, I don't know. You just got to bear that in mind. I don't know. I've made so, peace with it. I think we all should. Even if you, even if you wanted to prove it was true, you physically can't because it's been controlled by the New World Order. It's just, yeah, it's, dream, it's, 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 it's just so they convenient. They work in strange ways. Yeah, that's, that's how they work. Thanks for listening to part one. More conspiracy theories in part two.